We're here at the Career Pro podcast with Rylan, our trusted intern, borrowed momentarily on breaks from App State, and you're going to ask me questions about what? What's the subject? What's the title of our little conversation here? I have some career questions from a college student for you, John. Excellent. That is a better title than I was thinking of. So already you're in the plus zone there. (laughs) All right. Did we rehearse these? No, not at all. Did I, people have to trust us on this, did I say, ask me any question you want and don't let me see it? I did do that. Yes, of course. And I have not seen these questions, so come at me hard. Ask me any questions. And what's the context? What, what did you write down? Did you write down questions you think I, you should ask me? Or did you write down questions you think that really people are asking? Well, I wrote down questions that myself and a few of my friends at Appalachian State have about careers, our futures, what's it going to look like, that sort of thing, if, if that's okay. all right with you. Okay, that sounds good. And, and then you're, you have a brother that's at NC State. You have... Uh, other people that other colleges you've talked to, you're generally early college career, but you have a lot of these questions. All right, let's get to it. Ask away. Yeah, my first question would be, uh, what should students who are unsure about their careers do to help their decision making? That's a good one. When you're early career, and we're, we're generally talking about a four-year college. If you're going to a two-year college or a two-year university or you're studying to get a, you know, a, some kind of licensure in something like you're going to, let's say, be a nurse assistant or something, a welder, and you're going for a specific purpose, I mean, that's one thing. But let's say you're in college and you're not quite sure about your career, that's a little bit of this audience. Ask me that question again, and I'm as my mind spins, I'm going to answer it. Right. What should students do? What should students who are unsure about their careers do to help their decision? All right. So we've designated there are some people that are kind of sure, or they're going to join the family business. If you're unsure and you're in college, there's certain things you can do. You certainly can ask questions. I think sometimes that when you're in college, and I've done a little consulting for uh, the engineers at NC State uh, uh, not that long ago. You're taught sometimes in class to ask critical questions, but sometimes you get caught now in this, I'm just taking this information in, I know I gotta take a test on it, and you start getting into that mode. What I think colleges do at App State, at NC State, at UNC Systems, at all these wonderful, St. Augs and NC Central and UNC Charlotte and Duke and all the national universities, they do is they bring in thought-provoking speakers via virtual or they have alumni. I don't see a lot of students who are unsure of where they want to go taking any action by asking questions. And the big thing is, I mean, think of yourself like maybe the old a Batman Joker movies with a big question mark on your t-shirt instead of something about the college or go Mountaineers or whatever. Think of yourself as a walking asking machine during college. So let's say a friend invites you to an event where you're going to be listening to a speaker from another university, NYU, talk about how to handle uh, 
journalism today and you're like, I'm not in a journalism major, cross-pollinate while you're in college, go to these lectures, intentionally meet and ask questions of alumni the whole time you're there. I have people that talk to me like junior year, senior year, or their executive parents or in significant positions going, hey, my kid's living at home. And I said, what did they do to network during college or ask questions to alumni? They've done none of that. They took classes. They had fun. They got in groups to get projects done. They joined fraternities or sororities. They participated in some volunteer stuff. Oh, it's all great stuff. But they didn't have a proactive plan to just be curious the whole time they were in college to ask people questions about their life, their career, the future. If you're unsure, ask, ask, ask. Keep that mental journal. Connect with people on LinkedIn. There's a whole bunch of ideas. Hope that helps. Right, for sure. What it, it sounds like what you're saying is it's definitely okay to be unsure in college. You better believe it. I don't. I I wish more people didn't just go. Oh, I'm getting. You know, I'm gonna get a CPA and I'm gonna be an accountant. That is fine. There's nothing wrong with that. We love our CPA friends, and and just other people who kind of know what they're gonna be when they grow up. But you know what, college, sometimes you take a pivot. Sometimes you thought, like one of our clients was going to college to do that very same thing, ended up being a forensic accountant, ended up potentially going with the FBI, ended up doing all these interesting things in his life and career. I think explore. I work with military and veterans. They'll get in, get a specialty. They, they become a communications officer in the military, and then they come out. and. I don't think they pre-planned any of it or they come out and they go back to school to finish their four-year degree and they reinvent because they've got this base of technical skills. I mean, who knows what you're going to be, but I think the biggest question is, the biggest thing is really be an investigator while you're in college. Don't just take those courses and let them be the only thing you accomplish in a way. Have a plan for your networking even while in college. And it's a, I think it'll be a more fun journey when you do that. What about when you're not in college? What about over summer break? What should a college student summer look like from freshman to senior year? You know, it's, sometimes you don't really have a choice. You gotta make money. You know, maybe you're, you're partially paying for college. Maybe you have to get a job at a restaurant, at a, you know, whatever. It, you're just, in, in a way, doing it because you need a job to make X amount of money. It isn't like an internship or an intentional position. But the more you can find an opportunity, let's say you're in environmental engineering and you want it, or environmental health, well, try to get as close to an opportunity that could pay you if you need to make money in that area. Here's the other thing. Take pressure off, college students. You do not have to have the perfect internship to get a job. Now, that's ideal. A lot of companies that you sometimes intern with want to hire you after. But get close. And by the way, even if you have to do a job just to make money, like do Uber and, you know, make pizza and whatever, do landscaping, things you don't want to do full time when you get out. But guess what you can do during the summers? You can volunteer for an hour or two a week in the area that you're interested in. Maybe you can do free work at a radio station. Maybe you could uh, do some things with uh, media volunteer-wise. Why does it have to be a job or an internship? You can create your own darn internship. You could even help a small company 
develop a bigger following on their podcasts, make their podcast reach instead of the 80 people a week it reaches, it reaches 500 a week. I don't know. Do something fun, cool that you make up. Even if it's an hour, two or three a week, you can still get in a sense, your own internship, and you can define it and create it. Today, now more than ever, you don't always need to be at a company doing the things that you're supposed to do for your career. Be creative, have fun, do things that excite and interest you in your passion area, and guess what? One or two summers of that, you may be ready for your full-time job. A lot of my friends are on social media and something I've realized is they'll make a post and I, I think about the future. What, what, could, what could that post do to come back in and whip them in the tail? So what should college students be mindful of when using social media? <laughs> well, I think we know where I'm going to just briefly go just for a moment. At some point... You have to assume, in fact, I talked to an employment law attorney friend of mine, that anything you do digitally on your phone, today we've got TikTok. Most people who are in college who are, let's say, 18 to 23 years old are not hanging out on Facebook. Am I right? Not. Facebook's not your... As Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Snapchat. Very good. A million other platforms. I mean, just in general, assume that your future employer can see everything that you're doing. Would you change anything? Well, it's my right, John, to do what I want to do on social media. I have the right to, okay, well, they also have the right to potentially stumble across that. Or someone your age might be screening resumes and they decide to Google you or they decide to look on Instagram and find you. I'm not saying you're doing anything radically wrong. I think you just have to be very conscientious on these forums that all the fun and cool stuff that seems to be deleted and goes away may not go away. I mean, there, I don't know the deep, dark secrets of the internet. I just know that if, if there was a conscientiousness to what you're doing, saying, hey, I don't want to put anything out there that I wouldn't be proud of. Uh, it's probably a good idea to, to have that in the back of your mind. I don't think I can con control, and I don't think people want to be controlled. They have the freedom to express themselves on these, these channels. But there's a lot of carelessness that I see amongst non-college, typical college-age adults on all of these forums. So what makes me think that those habits that you start in college will stop when you get a little bit older? And quite frankly, I've had people in and at CareerPro that were laid off because of what they were looking at and what they had posted sometimes about their employer after they were hired, what they did and have on social media, especially my marketing and advertising and communications folks that you know, wasn't that great that employers said, hey, we're just going to look, look elsewhere. This person's got a pretty aggressive track record. Uh, you're probably in a safe zone by participating a little bit more as you get a little bit more toward, let's say, junior and senior year in college in working on and building your brand on LinkedIn. I think those 
LinkedIn also tempts you with video and all these other things. But look, all I can say is just be conscientious and start thinking that people are watching because they probably are. So if there's fun stuff to do, by all means, have fun, have at it. But if you feel like, hey, I'm on the edge, I'm, I really put out you know, highly opinionated stuff or a little bit controversial stuff, you know, I'm sure there could be employers that are delighted that you have all that digital information out there and they might even like that about you. But make sure you're conscientious about it. That's all I can say. Yeah, my mom always says, uh, if you don't want to see it on the front page of the newspaper, don't post it to your social media. Ouch, that would create a lot less content on, on all these <laughs> platforms. You would you'd probably end, you'd, you'd end Instagram tonight. Agreed. And TikTok, they might as well just pack it up. <laughs> I, I, just, I think it's your freedom and, and, and that, but you've seen a lot of behavior that is you know, funny or cute or interesting or creative on these platforms, hey, use it and experiment that way. But at some point, you've got to say, hey, look, am I doing things that put, could, you know, could put my reputation at risk? Um, if you feel like you're getting close to that edge, you're going to need to, to back it off a little bit. I, I think that's just good. Be, use that good behavior. What is the relationship driven students should have with their professors? And how important is it to build relationships with your professors as a student? What a great opportunity that is. In fact, I just talked to a professor via email today who's accessible to the students at NC State, the top economist in the state. And this person happens to be as about as open as you could be. Uh, I know that when I was a visiting assistant professor, kind of the, the, the least job at a university, which I got after uh, my master's degree and graduation, had a few publications, was able to slip into a, an opportunity early in my career. I, would, I held a lot of open office hours, and I felt like, whether that's virtual or in person, I, I just think that so many people, and I don't think human behaviors changed from 20 plus years ago, that they don't take advantage of what's right in front of them. I mean, m once people realized, my students realized that I was open and wanted to help them with the projects that I gave them and I wanted to assist them and even talk about personal stuff that would, might have been holding back their, their, their work in, at college, I could very much relate to them. I was in my 20s at that time. You know, I'd have one or two people, I think toward the end of the semester, I had a lot of people show up because they realized, wow, he's really going to help us. You know, he wants to, he's opened up his office, essentially open door policy, to, to be a, a help to, to us. Take advantage of that mindset at a college. The college is supposed to be about questions and interactions. And I know in the past year or so, it's been shut down because of COVID and a lot of these universities. Like, Everything's got to be an appointment and everything's got to be that and you can't get close to physically people and professors, but what an unbelievable resource you have. Use it. Push them. Get the most out of your money you're spending there and yeah, build a relationship with them. That's a great way to say it because they're supposed to be, and I believe the best professors are not just graders or they're, they're a repository of information and insight that partially is in class, 
but it's also partially after you build a relationship, they might be a mentor to you. They might write a recommendation for you. You might strike up a friendship where they open a door for an internship that we were just talking about. Yes, it's worth it. Build an authentic relationship with your administrators, your teachers, your professors, and the staff at the university, and of course, alumni. Go. One final question for you, John. Uh, what mindset should students develop now that may affect their future in a positive way? Own your career life. At some point, you have to look out and go, I'm probably not going to be at one company, one organization, one nonprofit, one not-for-profit company from the time I graduate to the time I retire. Let's say I want to retire in my 50s. Okay, then you should do some planning. And I think part of that planning is uh, you really need to start thinking about you that you own your career it's okay if you have career changes even if you get let go fired at some point hopefully it's not because you did something terribly wrong or wrote something nasty about the company on you know social media or some egregious thing like that but even if it's that bad really in most cases you can come back i mean we've been a business about helping people come back from setbacks a lot of times the company because they go in a different direction they have to let people go they hire us to do outplacement we help those people redeploy some of those people spend a month or two and especially the older they get kind of devastated oh my gosh but you know most times a change in your career could be a blessing in disguise but to prepare for that realize, hey, I own my brand, I own my reputation, that just because I'm at a company doesn't mean they, I'm loaning that to the company and they're borrowing it from me, but I still own it. So have a plan for yourself that's outside of what your boss is telling you what to do. Have a little mini board of directors, even if you don't own a business, influencers, mentors, people that you ask to be a part of, in a sense, your you're bored, like, a, like if you, you, you see those movies where there's a board of directors in a room, there's usually something silly that happens in there, but actually put together people you love and respect, admire, who want to be a good influence in your life and say, could you be on my board? That would be one idea I think college students and others could have. It doesn't matter how early you do that. You can change board members out. I have a board for my business. These are influencers and people that I go to and I, I shift them around every year and I'm happy to be on someone else's board even if it's non-paid board of directors. There's boards of directors that are paid later in life if you, uh, or later if you want to get on those things. But you put together your own career board uh, and, and of people that really have a vested interest in helping you. That could be an old baseball coach. It could be a... Um, you know, someone new that you met, it could be that professor that you talked to. So that's what, I, that's what I would say. It's your career. You own it. Even if someone lets you go or something happens that you feel is cataclysmic or you lose a job and you're unemployed for a while, don't give up hope. Don't get depressed too much. And if you do, go see someone. Realize it's okay. It's going to get better. And often changes are a setup for something even more positive. John, thank you for your time. Thank you for answering my questions. Great job. Thank you.